just coming to the table knowing God's put you there. And so there's a there's a quiet confidence that can come with that that is attractive and that people want to know more about. And it's not always the loudest person at the table. That's Jennifer Maggio, and you are listening to Sister Grow Your Business, the podcast dedicated to helping you, the female Christian entrepreneur, start and grow your business God's way. My name is Brian Dixon, and I'm so excited that you're here. Let's go ahead and dive into the show. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you so much for having me. You're you're such a joy. Well, I'm, thank you so much. And I, I feel the same way about you. I'm so glad that you're here. And uh, for those that don't know of you and the incredible work that you do, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm at, based out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and I run an organization called The Life of a Single Mom, which is kind of a mouthful, um, and really just have a heart to encourage single moms that they can do this thing called life well. I love your story. You know, I've, I've been involved with Life of a Single Mom for a couple of years now. And, and so I love the ministry that that you're running and leading and, and the, the many, many uh, women you're impacting. Just give us, give us some numbers real quick so we just have some context in terms of the, uh, you know, the, the women that have been impacted in the last couple of years through, through your work. Um, so we are in our 10th year and we are at about 630,000 single moms that have uh, touched this work in some way and really have inspired us probably more than we've inspired them, to be honest with you. And um, and so it's been to God be the glory for sure. <laughs> Amazing. I, I love that because I think a lot of people listening have thought about having a nonprofit or starting a nonprofit or getting involved in nonprofit, you know, and, and the focus of Sister Grow Your Business is is profit-based business. But the reason I want to have you on the show is to kind of hear that there are a lot of similarities uh, between running a nonprofit and a for-profit. And then also uh, maybe to sort of get some clarity for, for the listener today, especially somebody who, who feels like she's trying to run in two directions. Mm -hmm. So, so the first question I have for you, Jennifer, is um, like, what's one habit or routine or process that, that's really helped you grow life of a single mom and, uh, and keep moving forward? Um, I, I think there's a couple things. I think one is that I always arrive to work early, um, which, you know, seems like such a small thing. But for me, I get in about two hours before my staff does. And that's my time of um, of prayer, of clarity, of looking at the day and strategizing. And so it's just it's something that's proven to be invaluable for me. Um, and I think the other thing is really intentionally resting. Um, I have, um, I'm a, a 20 hours a day girl, like I'm running fast, which is probably most of your listeners. Um, but I have learned through the years, maybe with age, maybe with wisdom that um, my no is absolutely no. And when I'm off, I'm off. And I've given myself permission to do that um, without the guilt. So good. Okay. So you, you get in the office two hours early for those that are in a remote situation. What would, what would that mean for them? Um, so that's, uh, so I, I did home office for many years before we transitioned. So that's going into the office, shutting the door. That's being intentional with your time where you're not engaging with clients or you're not engaging with the public. You are really looking at the business side. Cause you know what, Brian, I, I really feel like, um, a lot of folks that go into opening a business, whether whether for profit or not, um, they have a lot of passion. But sometimes there's a lack on the business side of really being intentional about the business, and so that's where a lot of that two hours is spent is on the business side of things. Mm, I love that. I, same thing for me this morning. You know, uh, it was five forty five, and I knocked out about a forty five minute project before anybody was awake. 
before anybody was sending me a Voxer message or a text message. And so now I can go into my day knowing that, you know, we're, we're hiring at our company. And so this was the, 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 this, what we call success profile, like a job description for the person we're hiring. And I, I was like, I'm going to wake up early and just knock that out and get that done. And the rest of the day, like no matter what happens the rest of the day, I can look back and say, I got that one big project done. And I start my day with a project done and it gives me fuel and momentum for the rest of the day. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, for those of us that are moms, there's like, I, I like having a lot of my work done before noon. Not that obviously there are projects that are beyond that, but if I need to go run to the the kids' school for a party, or if I need to, you know, get them in car line or any of those things that we want to do to be fully present with the kids, those things can be done if I start my day early. Um, and so that that's just been something that's worked for me. Oh, that's so good. Uh what would you say is something that you need to stop that you learned through the years that you kind of needed to stop or that maybe there's a, um, a Christian female entrepreneur, nonprofit leader right now who you, you kind of look at and say, girl, you might need to stop this one thing. Um, I think striving, um, I think fighting for your place at the table um, for such a long time. I don't know if it was birthed through um, insecurity or um, competition or maybe rooted in abuse from my childhood. I don't know what the root was, but I always was fighting for my place at the table. Like I needed to be heard and um, and this constant striving to prove how smart and valuable I was, um, even in my corporate job prior to this business. And so I think it's just coming to the table, knowing God's put you there. And so there's a there's a quiet confidence that can come with that, that is attractive and that people want to know more about. And it's not always the loudest person at the table. That's good. That quiet, that quiet confidence. I love that. Uh, what, what is the proverb? It says, um, you know, even something like uh, your thought wise, if you don't, if you don't say anything like that idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a, there's a scripture that says too much talk leads to sin. And my husband has that highlighted circled in my Bible. <laughs> so. That's good. So uh, speaking of Bible, what, is there a Bible verse or a biblical principle that's, that's really been sort of a, a rock for you as, as, you know, 10 years of faithfulness and growing life of a single mom is, is there sort of a go-to verse or a biblical principle that that's helped you along the way? Uh, yeah. Isaiah 43, the whole chapter is just power. Um, but Isaiah 43, two and three, um, you know, when you go through rivers of difficulty, you won't drown and the fire of oppression will not burn you up. There is, there is, uh, fire in my bones when I hear that, because the pressing on every side is uh, you better get really good at being pressed on every side if you're going to, into business or really into any battle as a believer. Um, but then, you know, you get to the end of that in, um, I think it's in 18 and 19, where the Lord talks about, behold, I do something new. Do you not see it? I've already begun. And so it's this idea that the more I press, I will not be consumed because I've been called to this work. And the Lord's always going to do the new thing. So it's it's just um, it gives me chills even thinking about it now because it's so good. Mm. Press press on every side. Yes, I can I can absolutely relate to that. And you know it's so funny when when somebody starts their business or starts their nonprofit and they receive opposition, especially from somebody who's like a friendly, right? So somebody in your family or or a board member or a community supporter, and then all of a sudden there's this 
pressing, uh, it feels unexpected. You know, you, you expect it from people that are, are against what you stand for, right? Like don't believe what you believe or, or, uh, if, you know, if you're mission based, usually a mission is fighting against something. And so you're expecting some opposition from the things that you're fighting against and the people that hold up the things you're fighting against. But, but sometimes some of that happens on our own internal team or from our family and friends, et cetera. Yeah, I think that there was early on, there was a lot of um, hurt associated with um, people who didn't financially support me that I thought, you know, like friends and family that now even 10 years later have never supported or um, especially in the nature of nonprofit where you're you're constantly kind of fighting for cash, so to speak. But but the people that didn't buy the book or the people that didn't invite me to speak that I thought would or and then um, coming to this place of saying, but my father owns cattle on a thousand hills. So I don't, I don't need your five bucks. Like God's going to provide because he's called me to it. So, yep. so, so that releases them from um, me needing to feel some type of way about their support. Um, and, and I've also been mindful of, I, this is so true, Brian, people applauded me early on, like personal folks applauded me early early on when it was small. So when there were three moms gathering in my living room, everybody was excited about the saint that I was for serving this these women. But when you get to 600,000, it's like, oh, well, you're in it for you. And this is about pride. And it, you get all these critics. And so it's, it's staying the course and knowing what you've been called to do and that you don't need the applause. Um, I think Beth Moore recently said on her Twitter you know, the same folks that are that are applauding you will absolutely in the next season tear you down and that you need to be prepared that you don't rise and fall by the applause. Um, and it's been great advice for me and for many others. Isn't that interesting. It's like it's this slow, it's slow growth. You know what they say, it takes 10 years to be an overnight success, right? So <laughs> right. So it, it takes all this time. You're so focused. People, people really, m- most people around you don't even care what you're doing as long as it doesn't affect them. Right. So you're staying up late, work, work, waking up early, going on the weekends, you know, putting yourself out there constantly for years and years and years. Nobody's really paying attention. And all of a sudden things start to hit, things start to grow. And then there's just this like whiplash. If you're like, where did that come from? You know, I've faced my, my share of criticism criticism as well, but yeah, it doesn't happen until like year three, year four, year seven. And you're like, what? Like, where were you three years ago? Right. Right. It's so true. And I, and I can remember so many times too, thinking that um, I had charted out this success based on who, um, who I felt that I needed or, or what I felt that I needed. So whether that be money or certain people or influence or who did I need on my board or who did, who did I need to be in the arena? And what I've found through the years is that God, he opens the door that I never saw. And so you just keep plugging away. And so that overnight success thing, it's like one day you get the phone call. Um, I remember getting a a phone call some years ago, four or five years ago from the New York Times. And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, I've been plugging away. I've actually been doing this 14 years. I've been plugging away for seven or eight years at that point. Um, And you just, it's the faithfulness. And it's, you know what, too, I want to say this because I think it's important. You're never too big for, um, for ministry, for mission. Um, God forbid we ever forget that we're missionaries. Like you're never too big to have the conversation with the broken mom or whatever your calling might would be. You're never, you know, there's time for people and God will create time. Um, it's so important to me to just serve. Mm-hmm. 
I love it. Yeah. Yesterday we had, we had our, our quarterly planning meeting for one of our companies. And so there were like 40 of our team members on the call and I was giving this big presentation, you know, and it was a high stakes moment. Cause you're trying to get everybody, you know, rallied and, and, and they're focused on the next quarter. And then not, not two hours later, we had our, our Bible study that we hosted our house. And so there's one of, one of our, the families that comes, uh, her, her, their, their kiddo, their, their little daughter, who's probably, I think she's like kindergarten. And so there I am like, having this little conversation with her and she's being kind of silly. And it was this cute little conversation. And it just kind of hit me in the moment of like, this is just as important as that, as that meeting I had two hours ago, like be like being present with this little girl right here, you know, and just joking around with her a little bit um, is just as important as encouraging as encouraging my team members. Yeah. I, I come into work every morning and clean the toilets here every single morning. And I have for, for many years and nobody needs to know. Um, but it is this, this servanthood of I'm here to serve people and, and my staff. So we're here to serve single moms. We're here to change single moms lives, but I'm also here to empower and encourage my staff to teach them life skills, to teach them something that builds their resume. So it's, it's, servant leadership is so critical. Um, and then also, I mean, listen, I, I'll be on a radio show and 15 minutes later, I'm pushing the mower in the backyard. And so it's just how we do it. Um, and that's every mama can relate to that for sure. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love that. Let's, let's talk about your mindset. You know, this, this is kind of a hot topic right now. And I think it's a question that a lot of people have, especially when you think about, uh, discouragement, it may be even anxiety. Um, uh, imposter syndrome, you know, feeling like, who am I to do this thing? So when it comes to your mindset, do you have a tip for our listeners? Um, I think being mindful that there's an ebb and flow to everything. There is an ebb and flow to business, to marriage, to ministry, you name it. And so there have been times when I was so powerful, I could plunder hell with a toothpick and, and felt so strongly about the calling on my life. And then there have been times when I've been huddled on a bathroom floor, convinced that I could not do it, that no one listened, that I made no impact. And so I think it's being mindful of that first, that it's very normal to go through that. Um, and then I think it's, it's also going back to what is true north. So true north for me is there's no doubt in my mind that no one else um, has been called with a bigger voice to see no single mom walk alone. And that's not an arrogance. It's I have paid the dues. Um, I have you know, been suicidal and lived in government housing and done all the things for such a time as this. So even when I don't feel like it, and even when there are lots of criticisms through email or Facebook or whatever, you just keep doing it. Um, and so that that's that's been for me. Now you talk to me next week, Brian, and I may have a different response to that altogether. <laughs> just a quick second to tell you about a free resource that's gonna help you get clarity as you seek to start and grow your business. It's called the One Page Business Blueprint. And I'm gonna give it to you for free. You just go to briandixon.com slash blueprint to download it today. Let's talk about opportunity. There's a lot of moms, especially when it comes to starting a business that they feel like, you know, they gave I mean, I've, I've gotten personal messages. Like, I, I feel like I gave everything I've got to a career before kids. Now that I've had kids, I, I just don't feel like I've got anything left in the tank. And, and, and part of this show is to really encourage moms to, to get started, to get going, that, that you still have a voice, that you still have a message to share, that you can still make an impact. So Jennifer, when you think about opportunity, uh, whether it's in this world or in the nonprofit world, or just, just a, a word of encouragement to a mom that needs to hear that it's not too late for her. 
Yeah, absolutely not. So there's a couple of things I would say to that. One, timing is everything. And so I think that I can remember being very jealous when my my youngest daughter was two. And I, I watched this woman who had all this time to volunteer. And, and I remember internally thinking, I, I can't do that. I don't have the time, but that wasn't the season. So I had to be okay with the season I was in. Um, and so there are times when it's all about wiping baby's bottoms and, and getting the kids to school or whatever. Um, but I also think that we have the time to do what we want to do. I mean, and, and that's just the truth there. You know, maybe it's an hour in the evenings after the kids are in bed where you're just beginning to develop, develop the business plan or just beginning to kind of put ideas on paper. I wrote my first book in 90 days after midnight. Um, I mean, that. so I just feel like you have the time for what you want. And if you're burdened, God's going to show you the time. Um, he's going to make a way for you if you if he's given you burden for it. Mm. That's so good. Yeah, I think about like like Nehemiah who was burdened for for the city of Jerusalem, right? And he was he and it was something that labored on him in such a way that that his his boss, right, the king, saw that he was downcast. And in the same way, when you have that heart, you have that mission uh, for for your people, right? For the people that you're meant to serve that entrusting that to the Lord and he'll open up doors of opportunity and, and resources as well, uh, for you to accomplish that mission, that, that, that pain that you're experiencing, that, that feeling that you have, like, I want to do something about it. That's a, that's a stewardship issue, right? You're, you're being, you need to be a steward of that pain and of that passion because you're the one that's being called to stand in the gap there. Right. And I think that there's also this um, feeling like that you need to create your own destiny. And the truth is, is that God's already done that. Like he's already created the path. And um, and in fact, in Isaiah 43, 19, I believe it is where he talks about uh, he makes a pathway in the wilderness. I'm always reminded it doesn't say I have to knock down my own trees like I don't have. It's going to be there. It's one step. It's the next step. It's the next step. And it's going to feel very natural uh, if you feel like you're forcing it, it it's something may be off because um, there have been seasons when I forced it to where I've manipulated and tried to make it happen for myself. And it just no matter what I did, it did not work. And then there are times when there's just been this ease to it. Not that it wasn't hard, but I felt the peace of God go with me. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I could talk to you for forever uh, when it comes to, you know, somebody connecting with you and learning more about life of a single mom, where, where can we send them? Uh, the website's probably easiest, the life of a single mom.com. Um, and we'd love to connect and just encourage, or maybe you have a single mama who uh, you don't know how much she's struggling. Send her over to the website. We'd love to connect with her. Mm, so good. Jennifer, would you mind praying for our listeners today? Yeah, absolutely. Father, thank you so much for these women, God, and the heart that you've given them, Father, and the gifts and skills and talents. You have called them for such a time as this. So, Father, I pray that women's faith would rise in this hour. God, I pray that they would be shored up on every side. They would be encouraged, that they would be filled with the power of the Spirit, Lord, that they would avail themselves to every gift that you have given, Lord. And I pray that in this hour, that they would be clear, they would be wise, that they would be discerning. And God, that you would use each and every one mightily. It's not by accident that they've stumbled upon today's program. In Jesus' name, we ask all these things. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks, Brian. Have a good day. 
Thank you so much for checking out the show. If you haven't subscribed yet, this is your opportunity to make sure that you do not miss a show as they come out. Also, if you could leave a comment, let me know where you watch the show, where you're based, what your business is. I'd love to get to know you a little bit more, see how I can help you move your business forward. Thanks again.